we're here with uh, Casey Cruz. Casey is a SDPA fellow member from New Jersey. Uh, and Casey, thanks for sitting down with us on uh, Germcast uh, today. I wanted to talk to you about your involvement in a uh, new project uh, with the SDPA. Uh, you uh, volunteered, uh, along with a number of other uh, members of the uh, society, to help out on the Distant Learning Initiative. Um, tell us a little bit about what your experience with the uh, Distant Learning Initiative, the DLI, has been to date, and um, w what kind of uh, led you to jump in and work on that DLI task force? Um, I began working with, in dermatology back in September of 2007, and I actually joined SDPA shortly thereafter just so I could attend the conference. And at the first conference I went to, I heard the announcement about the DLI, and I couldn't tell you how excited I was. It just sounded like a fantastic way to really learn dermatology. Um, I actually marked the date on my calendar when I would have worked for a board-certified dermatologist for a year so that I could get signed up. And I signed up and got started, and at this point I've completed three modules. Tell us a little bit about the experience. From the beginning, uh, there was uh, fewer modules. Now, as uh, the project has continued, there's some more options. But which ones did you primarily start with, and uh, what was your kind of experience with them, and uh, if you had any frustrations with it? Um, so far, I've done the pediatric dermatology module, connective tissue, and pigmented lesions. And honestly, a lot of it was a great learning experience because it walks you through what you experience every day when a patient comes in the room and says, I have this itchy rash. Um, everything from learning their past medical history, their medications, their family history. You get to examine the patient. And I mean, they even have where you can um, magnify the images. You pick your differentials. And one of the nicest things, I think, about the DLI is that there are the references are linked directly to the differentials. So, of course, there's been things that have come up for me that I had no clue about and had to learn from the beginning. So that takes you right through it. And even if that does not end up being one of your differentials, you've learned something new. You know, from the design of that, that's been one of the um, kind of interesting things about the DLI because of that building of the differentials. Sometimes you're you're able to learn, just like you said, without uh, even focusing on the uh, clinical case at hand. Uh, there's enough information there to really make it a neat learning experience. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. Um, it, it just couldn't be more appropriate for how we do our jobs. It sounds like you, uh, you've been pretty happy with it so far. There's got to be some frustrations in terms of uh, the program. Um, tell us, uh, did you experience any roadblocks or uh, problems with the uh, program? I did, and, and that's actually part of the reason that I wanted to get involved with the advisory board to try to work out those kinks. Um, one of the earliest frustrations I experienced was on a very simple case. It was talking about warts and how you would treat warts. And of course, I mean, if we found a cure for warts, I think as dermatology PAs, we might be out of business because we see them so often and it's such a common problem. So I knew how to treat this and I couldn't pass this case. And it really made me sit there and look in the mirror and think, wait, you know, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. So I got very frustrated and just kept trying different treatments, different options and um, actually reached out to fellow members and was able to get some help and finally figure out it was not at all what I had expected. So I just learned a different way of treating things. But I also appreciate that because you can have different ways to get to treatment, the 
scoring probably needed to be rearranged so that those things would all be appreciated and you could pass with different ideas. And, and that sounds like a great uh, segue into uh, the DLI task force. Tell us a little bit about uh, uh, the task force, the advisory board, um, uh, what you guys are doing on that, and uh, uh, where you're going in terms of the future. Well, this board was, was formed to help work out those, those that the members were experiencing with the first modules. Um, all of the people on the board liked the concept and were proud, you know, that we're putting out this product, but had suggestions for making it better. And we even have a couple of members who actually have backgrounds in education, so uh, much better than myself as far as how to form a great educational tool. Um, really what we want to do is try to fine-tune it so that when people get frustrated, um, not only do they have some resources to reach out to, but also to go ahead and, and take our members' suggestions to make it better. Well, that sounds great. You know, I, I don't know if you're aware, but a number of years ago when the uh, comprehensive review notes was um, uh, launched, uh, the SDPA under, uh, took a similar process, um, uh, reaching out to members uh, to help uh, focus some of the fine-tuning that needs to occur in it and certainly worked well in that project, and I, I certainly feel, uh, and certainly it sounds like from speaking with you previously, that the uh, kind of work group task force for the DLI will be able to uh, to certainly do the same for this project. Why were you so eager to help out? Was it just because of your frustration? Certainly that's part of it, but uh, a lot of members would say, well, I just get frustrated and that's it, and I'm done. What made you kind of turn the corner and say, gosh, I'd love to love to help out, and there's got to be somebody to help out, and I'm that person. What, how did that thought process go? Well, a, a couple of things. Um, I've always been somebody who really liked to, to get their hands dirty and, and figure out how things work. So I feel like our society is, is really a, a special organization, and I know it, it didn't become that way, nor will it remain that way if, if we're not willing, and if, if I'm not willing to do my part to make it better. Um, I'm just really proud that the SDPA is the only PA specialty organization providing postgraduate education for our members. I think that's very important for us as a profession. Um, I think it's really important for trying to win over those dermatologists who don't yet believe in, in using PAs. And this is a great way to show them, hey, I've had experience, I've had training, and look at this education that I've completed. Um, that's why I, I think it's a great way to promote dermatology physician assistance, and I, it's my profession. I want it. I want to promote it. Well, that sounds great. I mean, a lot of similar reasons. Uh, certainly, while I have been involved uh, at different levels within the SDPA, volunteering scary? Not scary? What's the time commitments involved? Uh, people might sit here listening to this audio cast and go, "Gosh, I just don't have 40 hours to to work on this." Um, give us an idea of what, what, what you've been doing on this uh, task force advisory board and, uh, you know, what your time commitments are and is it really something that uh, is big, bad, or scary or have you had some enjoyment through it? Well, um, volunteering is not scary for me. Uh, prior to becoming a PA, I served in the Marine Corps, so uh, it's just one of those things that's been ingrained in me. Uh, and the time commitment is really minimal. It's um, at this point, we are emailing one another. We're meeting to have a phone conference call once a month. We feel like once the initial kinks get worked out and we get things moving, 
um, a little bit more in a forward direction, we'll probably be meeting on a quarterly basis. So I think for most people, they would be able to say that they have that amount of time. Um, I'm working with both Jennifer Winter and Casey Drapo D'Amato to serve as a DLI discussion forum moderator. Um, the three of us really felt like it was important to be a resource for folks who are having trouble and to try to help coach them and, and get them on track so that we can keep members engaged in the DLI and, and not getting frustrated and, you know, giving up. You know, one of the uh, neat things that uh, we did recently was add that special forum uh, on our discussion uh, forum boards uh, for the SDPA members to utilize. So when they do have questions, much like you did uh, uh, at the beginning, or problems with certain um, cases, that they can put those uh, postings up there and really have a community of people that are able to comment and certainly some people that are involved with the DLI task force uh, to be able to, to kind of lend some guidance as they're working through some of these cases. Um, great idea, bad idea. Uh, how do you see that kind of uh, uh, mo moving forward, what type of uh, benefit do you see that as, a, as an SDPA member? I think it's a great resource just because when you look at the reference, you can't find, you know, let's say the, the answer you're looking for. You can exhaust the Internet. You can exhaust your textbook library. And then you know you can reach out to someone and say, when you did this, you know, what was your experience? Because these are the things I've tried. So it, it's not a way to get answers for free and, and not do the hard work. It, it's really to say, I've tried all of this and nothing works, and we can reach out and say, have you considered this? I think it's only going to be very, very helpful, uh, you know, to our members and things like that. How do how do uh, people that might be interested in helping you guys out on this uh, get involved? I know uh, certainly uh, – uh, you guys are probably looking for people to help out, and certainly the forum is one way where people can lend some, some guidance and some expertise in terms of their cases. Are you looking for additional members on the uh, task force? Are you, uh, uh, do you have any recommendations just in general about how members can get involved within uh, you know, this project or other projects within the SDPA? Certainly. If, if you have suggestions and just want to put a suggestion, please post it on the discussion forum. We'd love that. Um, if you'd like to be involved with the DLI Advisory Board, um, Bethany Grubb, our president, is heading that up. Her email address is bgrubb at dermpa.org. Um, so please join us there. Otherwise, if you don't want to get involved but simply have a suggestion, post it on the forum. You know, one of the other uh, email addresses that I might share with our listeners today is findmyplace at dermpa.org. It's uh, kind of a way that you can send an email. It gets uh, sent to uh, a number of different uh, committee and board members. And if you have a... Uh, have the time and the, the willingness to put in uh, some volunteer hours with this great organization, find my place at dermpa.org. It would be a great uh, way to start and uh, kind of get you involved and, and things like that. Casey, thanks for sitting down with us today. I really do appreciate uh, your uh, time and, and certainly the efforts that you and uh, the other committee members are doing on the DLI. And thank you for really taking uh, – kind of the bull by the horns and working on that uh, forum as well. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you uh, in uh, a number of weeks to months down the road and see where you guys uh, have gotten on the DLI. And uh, thanks for being a part of Dermcast uh, today. Thank you. It was my pleasure.